Attention all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and nonconformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. You are listening to the Spiritual Activist Radio Show, and I am Rahasia Uncensored where we look at the world not as it is, but as we know it can be, if and only if we have the courage to question the answers we've been given. This is our world, and it's time for us to take it back. Well, I know if you have been keeping up with my podcasts at all, you probably have recognized that I haven't said much of anything for a few months right now. I've been listening. And... uh, To be quite honest, I am having a hard time figuring out what to say. I'm so disgusted, so tired of all this that uh, there's a part of me that doesn't even want to say anything. I just want to retreat from this and pull the plug on the world and let it go by. But the trouble is, is my personality, there's something inside me that says, no, 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 no. I think we all have to get on the right side of history right now, because all these, all these things that are going on are taking our world in a direction, not only our country, but our world in a direction that is going to determine the next century or more of how we live and how we associate uh, freedom of speech thing in the past that's already gone even with this podcast I have to be careful I can't say certain words Uh, but you know what I'm tired of that I'm not going to bow down to the fear of being deplatformed you know if I want to speak about coronavirus COVID-19 and how the testing is all screwed up the the statistics are totally bizarre. I feel like I can say something because I listen to the most boring three and a half hours of a YouTube in the history of mankind, but it was really interesting because uh, this was from the World Economic Forum. Um, These people are planning the Great Reset, whether we like it or not. You know, and they're all involved, the United Nations, the Agenda 2030, which is going to end up being closer to 2020, I think, Um, the IMF, the World Banks, everybody, they're totally doing this, and nobody's paying attention. I I have asked several friends, do you know what the Great Reset is? They, no, what's that? I said, well, it's, it's... the biggest thing in the history of this world that's going to change your life and change the way you spend money, make money, have money. Um, they, by 2030, they don't want any private ownership of any land or property. And they say we're going to be happy for it. You know, that's one of the things I'm not supposed to talk about. Go figure. I mean, this is right on their websites. These are world-class, totally uh, legitimate, air quotes there, uh, legitimate corporations and organizations. 
Uh, what's it, what else am I not supposed to talk about? I'm not supposed to talk about defunding the police, you know, because that's another thing that they they will deplatform me. If the the good part about this is I I don't have I'm not that big of a deal out there on the internet right now. My podcast, my YouTube channel, you know, I, I think I have four hundred thousand followers, which sounds like a lot, but it's actually minuscule compared to people. Um, but if somebody, we're self-policing. If somebody sees this video and reports me to YouTube, I, I could get deplatformed. Um, but at this point, you know what? I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm moving everything over to BitChute anyway. Uh, that's bitshoot.com forward slash Rahasia Uncensored. Um, and there's other things, you know, Parler and Patreon and all, all these things that... Uh, are filling that void because Twitter is a joke. I mean, it's a big joke. It's just nothing but a, a gossip column for uh, millennials sitting on their mom and dad's couch in their pajamas with nothing else to do except look at people like myself and pick out little things that I've said and take them out of context, turn them upside down and throw them out there and hope they get some clickbait. You know, I, I don't care about clickbait. You notice I, I don't even monetize my videos. If you want to listen, listen. And most of the people that listen are people that listen and come back and listen again and tell their friends. You know, I don't really push it that much. Uh, probably should. I, I'm not a really good promoter of myself. What else are we supposed to not talk about? Now I can talk about things like how Twitter will allow tweets from individuals in the Middle East calling for the total annihilation of Israel, that, that seems to be a fine thing to talk about and they leave up their tweets and everything. Uh, it's fine, uh, a lot of China tweets are insane. Like the China tweet uh, where they put a, uh, I think it's a video or a photograph of one of Australia's officers slitting the throat of some kid and it's totally fake. Totally, and they won't take it down and Twitter won't take it down. But Lord have mercy if I say anything about Biden and uh, his drug addicted crack son that has a mountain of evidence for being investigated by legitimate uh, organizations right now. And they should be. Uh, and a lot of this stuff, I, I would really go into it, but there's other people that's really talking about it in depth. I remember watching Glenn Beck a year ago and he, on his chalkboards, he, he looks a little crazy when he does this, but you have to look past the messenger sometime with people like Alex Jones. And he had this all down. They, they went there, they questioned people, they researched, they knew that Burisma was a illegal, illegitimate, corrupted organization. Now, why is it that they can be so corrupt and get away with it for so long, and when it all comes out, nobody does anything? The only people that's done anything about Burisma was Biden, when Biden found out that there, there was somebody there investigating his son, he held back a billion dollars from the Ukraine and told him, if you don't you can look this up. Uh, he was talking about this on the Council on Foreign Relations. 
He says, I told them to fire that investigator or else they're not gonna get the billion dollars from the United States. And he goes, son of a bitch, they fired the guy and everybody laughs. That's a complete crime uh, and nobody's doing anything. And now we've supposedly elected him to be our president and he can't even remember what town he's in half the time. He actually openly spoke about creating the best. Matter of fact, here, I'm, I'm gonna play that for you. Secondly, we're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. Now, some people might say that he is losing his mind. Um, the same people that said he's not losing his mind when it comes to other things. Uh, but I think he just out and out told us in his demented state of being what they've done. And it's all coming out now that the whole thing is such a fraud. Um, I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian or whatever. We should all be concerned about uh, illegal voting because that is the very foundation of our society. And I might add, that's also why thousands of people have died for this country. It, it, right from the very beginning of this country, people have died for these freedoms. And we're just laughing them off and letting them go away. And, and this is why I, I'm, I'm starting to dive into some of my feelings right now. This is why I haven't really been wanting to do uh, any talking on my podcast. I've made a couple of uh, interviews, but uh, to sit and talk like this, it, it gets depressing because we come up with all of this evidence. I mean, we're still listening to CNN and MSNBC, the same people that for three and a half years promoted Trump with collusion with Russia and tried to impeach him and all of it was based upon the Steele dossier, which was totally illegal, corrupted, and it's been shown to be corrupted. And nothing happens. And we keep listening to these news programs. Fox comes a little bit closer to being honest, but even they are wanting to be on the right side when this hammer goes down. If Biden gets in, people like me, I won't even have a chance. Um, they'll completely wipe out any alternative kind of news programs or podcasts, anybody that has uh, an alternative point of view. Uh, we're we're going to be like out in the desert somewhere, uh, maybe literally for all I know. Maybe that's an over-exaggeration, but I don't think anything is an over-exaggeration anymore. You know, I've been listening to uh, radio and podcasts now for, well, I've been listening to radio all the way back to um, Art Bell and Coast to Coast. I was on Coast to Coast once too, by the way. You can probably still look it up. Uh, it's for my book, To Believe or Not to Believe, but I'm not here to promote uh, a book right now. It seems like the, the least important thing to do.
I would say I'm talking to all of you out there that feel the way I feel. And that is disenfranchised, not listened to, and not cared about. And I don't care who knows this, but I, I'm for Trump. I mean, and, and that can get me deplatformed. Um, how does this happen? And, and whether you believe in Trump or don't believe in him, it, he is the only guy that's standing between us and what's coming after us right now. I mean, I'm, I'm afraid what it's going to come down to is we're probably going to have to lose our country. And I hate to say that, you know, I'm the kid that's got goosebumps doing the Pledge of Allegiance. You know, I, I believe in this country, the freedom, the right to bear arms, the free speech, all of it. This is what that and a free open democracy where we can vote, where my vote counts as much as your vote or Donald Trump's vote. One time, but that's not what's going on. You know, let me give you some people to really go in more in depth on this. Uh, I, I've been really paying attention to people. And, uh, but you know what, I, at this point, it's more important to get the word out. I, I have a grandson. And in years from now, I don't want him to ask me, uh, Grandpa, when all of this went on, and I, I lost my freedom now, I, I can't say anything. I, I can't travel without my vaccination papers. I, I can't even have a job unless I declare that I'm with the communist Chinese party. What did you say? What did you do? Did you do anything? Did you just let it happen? I, I wanna be able to say, no, I, I said something. I stood up for what I felt was right. And too many people are not standing up right now. That's the reason I, I'm not too sure how this is going to end. You know, I'm not too sure how this is going to end because the people that are watching CNN and MSNBC, I mean, I don't even know what to say to those people anymore. It doesn't make any sense. They, they've been lying, outwardly lying for years and years and years and years. CNN's for sale, by the way. I think you can pick it up pretty cheap. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, I mean, I can't see how Donald Trump doesn't end up being president. But if, if he ends up being booted out of the White House illegally, he's going to become more dangerous than ever because he'll probably either buy CNN or start his own media company and bury these people with truth and facts, statistics and data, confirmed investigation results. They don't do that anymore. These, these people, like David Icke said, they're just repeaters. They're told what to talk about. And that doesn't make sense either because they're repeating what routers and the Associated Press tell them to say. And they, they are owned by very conspicuous people. But there was two routers people that were gunned down by a helicopter gun patrol. And while they were gunning down these people, they, they gunned down two routers reporters and they're laughing while they're gunning them down, they're calling them names. And most of them are uh, Middle Eastern people. They suspected that maybe somebody's there that they wanted to kill. And 
the funny thing is, is Chelsea Manning, the, the, the guy, now it's a girl, that released this information, he's in jail for a, many, many, many decades, probably. Julian Assange has been on the run for putting it on WikiLeaks, and he's basically been under house arrest for eight, nine years. Um, then there's Snowden. What did Snowden do? I mean, what did he do? He just told us, all of us, what the NSA is doing. They're recording this right now. This, right now, this podcast is being recorded. And if I ever get in some kind of a situation in the future, they can come back and pull this out and use it against me in their court of law to prove some point, whatever that point might be. I think we're in trouble, folks. You know, I, I'm not uh, a doomsdayer or anything, but I think we're in for the fight of our lives. Um, this mRNA vaccine, very, very suspicious. Uh, one of the patents is 2020-060606. How clear can they be? I, I think they have to identify because we are, we have free choice. We have complete free choice. We can choose good or evil. I, I think evil has to declare itself. You know, they can knock at the door, but if you don't invite them in, they can't come in. And, and I think a lot of this is a declaration of what's coming. And I, I'm not a religious person. I mean, I, I wrote a book on beliefs, how ridiculous it is and how limiting it is and how crazy it is and how manipulative it, it is. Political and religious beliefs have held us in slavery for thousands of years. Uh, and the people that follow these religions, like the Catholic people, I, I don't know, even know where they're coming from at this point. You know, in my book, I mentioned that when it comes to pedophiles, another thing we're not supposed to talk about, uh, when it comes to pedophiles in the priesthood, I was a 16-year-old Protestant high school dropout, and I knew what was going on in the Catholic Church with pedophiles, because kids I know that was in church was telling me. Yeah, man, it's it's really fucked up. You know, this happened and that happened. I'm going, fuck. If I knew, you can't tell me that every single priest and every single nun in the whole Catholic religion, they didn't know what was going on. Well, they're either blind, deaf, and dumb, or they're co-conspirators. And we have to call it like it is. I, I know there's a lot of good Catholic priests and nuns. But that does not excuse them for letting the most diabolic, evil thing happen under those temples. Does not excuse them at all. What else can I talk about that we're not supposed to talk about? Uh, the fire here in Paradise, California. You, you had to be here, you know. Um, I, I was in Texas when it happened, so my wife and I was watching it on the news, just going, oh my God, you know, hoping our house would, we live up in Megalia. And when we got back, 
Um, that's also on my YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com forward slash Lotus Guide, look at the, uh, the, the folder called Campfire. I drove around the town before they had a chance to clean things up and anomaly after anomaly, uh, a little wood shed sitting in a field where everything burned down, everything except that shed and it was wood. And that's not just one time. My friends over here on Honey Run, every single house on that whole street burned to the ground except one house that had plastic siding and made out of wood. And God, it's, it's so old that, I mean, if anything should have burned, it should have been that. Matter of fact, it even had a deck out over the canyon where the, the fire was coming up underneath it. Uh, it's, it's amazing it didn't burn. But then when I looked at the wooden fence that didn't burn, the only thing that burned was the uh, hinges, the metal. Uh, and that's the one thing that that little house didn't have in it is a, a lot of metal has a few nails and stuff but I, I can you feel what I'm going through right now I, I think you can because you're probably going through the same thing the whole thing is so disgusting the new normal there's nothing normal about this um forget who said it but it's it's no great accomplishment to be called normal in an abnormal society that's abnormally sick. I mean, why would you want to be normal in a society like this? And okay, let's go down a, a little bit of a touchy area for most Americans. I, I have friends all over the world and several of them have told me, you know, compassionately, but told me how most of the world feels right now. One, they, they want us to win this fight. They want Trump to maintain his position and so this country can maintain its freedom because if we go down, they go down. But they also told me that, unfortunately, you know, karma is probably a real thing to some degree. And in the end, we all get what we deserve. Now, this is tough, but think about it. What have we been doing all over the country Read John Perkins, The Confessions of an Economic Hitman. We've been going all over the, the world to different countries and destabilizing them, causing all kinds of hell to break loose and putting in our despots, our leaders that we want to be sympathetic to our government. And it's all catching up to us. You know, the Dominion voting machine, I, I was listening to Sydney something, the, the lady that's doing the um, lawsuit against Dominion. And she's saying that this, this is in all kinds of countries and she's having all kinds of threats against her life from Venezuela and all these countries where Dominion has put uh, dictatorship people in place through a corrupted uh, digital Dominion voting machine. I don't know. You know, I, I, I have a hard time figuring out what to say. I've lost several friends. Uh, my relationship with them had deteriorated, especially if I say I'm for Trump. Uh, they, they don't understand that uh, it's, it's not about Trump. It's about 
what we're about to lose. And Trump is just the guy that's kicking in doors and going, look at this, it's corrupt. Kicking in another door, look at this, it's fake news. Kicking in another door, look at these people. They're trafficking humans all over the planet. Do you know there, there's been more arrests for uh, pedophiles and child trafficking under Trump's uh, time period here than any other time period? Another good organization for that is uh, uh, our under, see, Underground Railroad with Tim Ballard. Uh, you, can, you can pull that up. Uh, he's doing an amazing job. Uh, there's even a Netflix documentary about his organization, the Underground Railroad. It's called OUR. Uh, I, I, there's all kinds of things going through my mind right now, and I have this resistance to bring some of it up, but I've already screwed myself over if they want to deplatform me. Um, and if they do, it's just going to piss me off. You know, I, I don't really respond all that well to authority, blind authority that uses their authority to further their agendas. Right now, they would be much better off just to leave me alone because I'm not going to get much more radical than this. I'm not calling for any kind of harm or destruction or, and most of us don't. It's only the extreme left that does that. And now we're going to get to another situation. Okay, who's going to win the election? If it's Biden, which he still has to win it, but if he ends up being in office come January 20th, I'm telling you, 74 million Americans are going to say, hell no, this isn't working for us at all because we know beyond far beyond a reasonable doubt that it was a crooked fraudulent election and he was placed there probably with a lot of help from china if that happens i don't know republicans and the right conservatives um they're not really known for getting violent but in this particular case, I, I don't know. Uh, when you're up against the wall and in a corner, um, you know, the left is going to be looking at a very well-armed militia. And um, it's hard to say how that's going to work out. Uh, not to mention the fact that somewhere during Biden's term, he's probably going to end up going to prison or losing his mind completely in which case we're stuck with Kamala Harris, Kamala or whatever. You're supposed to say her name correctly as if that's a big freaking deal. Um, okay, yeah, if, if he gets in, it's gonna be a problem. I, I think it'll tear this country apart. Now, if Trump gets in, now you have the other side that are known to be violent, known to be destructive, well-organized, well-financed by George Soros. That's another name I'm not supposed to say. Um, plug in George Soros, Fox News, and see what comes up. It's sort of funny. 
Um, but if Trump gets in, there's going to be a big backlash and, and a lot of unthinking, unknowing. I don't want to call people morons because that's not really nice, but they're just, let's just say they're highly unobservant. And if they've been watching CNN and MSNBC, they're going to think that Trump is on his way to being our first dictator and has overturned the election through uh, phony conspiratorial hoaxes. And I can't think of anything that's going to pull this country together in unity. You know, I, I know the, the left is saying it's time to unify. Well, of course, it's time to unify. They just won an illegal election. Of course, it's time to unify. And, and these illegal elections have been happening for probably two decades. Um, I think Trump's biggest mistake is he should have, because he knew this happened in 2016. He won by even a larger margin then also. But Hillary and her illegal child trafficking people in her group totally went into this and mismanaged it and caused another fraudulent election. Election, And she really thought, if you listen to all the things she was saying up to it, she was saying, you don't have to worry about the election. That's in the bag. And she knew it was in the bag, except for one thing. She didn't count on the amount of votes for Trump. And they underestimated because they didn't want to go overboard and cause suspicion. They wanted to just barely win. That's okay. But this time, they didn't want that to happen. So they went way overboard, way, way, way overboard. Um, some other people to listen to. Tucker Carlson, uh, he's pretty good. You know, he even talks about UFOs and how that's opening up and disclosure is happening. Um, but he, he talks about this quite a bit. And sometimes he can be a little bit arrogant, you know, but uh, how could you not be at a certain point? If I keep doing this, I'll probably get arrogant. So keep me in line, okay? Uh, another good person is the Rubin Report. Dave Rubin is really good. He's really grounded. <clears throat> he, he can tell you exactly like it is. Um, uh, and then the Candace Owens show, uh, even, even black people have a hard time with her sometimes because she's telling black people, stop being the victim. You know, the, the welfare system, we're, we're like multiple generations into a welfare system of just collecting a check and you get more money for having more kids and it victimizes the black community. And so many black people are waking up to this. It's, it's really inspiring to, to see black people standing up and going, hell no, I'm not going to be a victim anymore. I don't want special treatment because I'm black. I want to be recognized for my inner qualities and abilities. No more, you know, no more. And uh, that's the way to start doing this. Th then we can get together and, you know, work out things because they have had a hard time, man. They've I mean, black people in this country have had a, a tough, tough time. Probably not as tough as Native Americans. Can't call them Indians anymore. It's another weird thing. Uh, cancel culture will come in and get all crazy on me. 
I think it's time to cancel out the cancel culture. Um, okay, another good one. Uh, Brett and Eric Weinstein. Uh, they're, they're a couple of, I, I enjoy listening to people that as I'm listening to them interview somebody, I, I look back and I realize they were actually mentally and intellectually several steps ahead of the person they're talking with. And that's important when you're interviewing somebody and they're being combative or conflictive. You know, they're, they're really good. Uh, Brett and Eric Weinstein. Uh, another good one is Joe Rogan. I mean, uh, I think he's gone a little soft because um, he doesn't want to get deplatformed from Spotify. He got out of YouTube probably just in time. But uh, I can tell he's being, I think, I think, in my opinion, overly cautious. Uh, but he, it's still, the show is really, really, really good. He did a really good interview with, uh, what's his name? Freer or something like that. Uh, he was the pilot that was in the UFO chase in San Diego a few years back and ended up on the Washington Post front page and all that. I mean, that, that's weird too. It, it's called the TikTok because it's shaped like a TikTok. It went from 60,000 feet to 50 feet over the ocean in less than a half of a second, just, and it was there. Um, and this was going on for a couple of weeks. I, I'd like to see all of the film footage that they have. Uh, mostly what we're getting is um, radar footage and infrared footage, but, um, and one of them come up out of the ocean. And it's no coincidence that our Navy has been in that part of the ocean ever since. Uh, they're probably wondering what's going on down there. It used to be, you couldn't talk about UFOs. People would call you a conspiracy guy with tinfoil or something on your head. But um, that the, the evidence has become so overwhelming that um, people are starting to open up. People like Larry King uh, was probably one of the first on a network to really start questioning people about this and talking about it, bringing it into the public awareness because most people in public, if it's not on the TV or written in the newspaper, it just ain't true. You know, oh my God, I don't even get me started on that. People need to do their own research, their own work, and check these things out. Uh, but they're not, you know, and that's, that's the frustrating part. Uh, it's disgusting and frustrating. You know, why don't people want to know? Uh, there's actually a mental illness, you know, cognitive dissonance is one. If you get too far away from the reality that you're in, you shut down. Confirmation bias, you start filtering out any information that conflicts with your previously held beliefs. And I see this happening with, with people out there in public. I mean, man, if I go downtown and uh, I don't wear a mask, I, I, I think it's based upon science. Uh, I think it's ridiculous. I mean, if everybody on the planet would wear a mask, yeah, it might make a little effect, but isn't it time we go back to work and start living our lives? 
Tony Robbins has been speaking out too. He, he's been talking a lot. And, and I hope you have something to write this stuff down because um, you know th these people are really good. That's the reason I'm not going into depth in any of this because other people are handling it really, really well. Uh, it's just that they're not on the uh, six o'clock CNN news feed, that's all. So if that's all you're watching, well, you're probably not listening to me right now. Um, so much going on. And the funny thing is, is I, I'm not doing this from a script or some kind of, it's just rolling off the top of my head uh, because I figure that's, that's where the truth is. I just sit here and relax, talk person to person with anybody that's listening to this and um, seeing where this goes, because believe it or not, we're all in this together. You know, we're all in this together. If we want justice, we have to remember it's just us that's going to get it. So I bet you there's more people out there than um, I suspect that feel the way I feel right now. Just tired. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the bullshit, the nonsense, the lies, the deceit. I'm tired of people, well-intentioned people, coming up with all of the evidence that would put me or you in jail like that. We would be serving prison sentences till the day we die for what some of these politicians are doing and these corporations are doing. It's a crime, it's a crime. And, um, you know, maybe, maybe there's something going on that I don't know about, which I'm sure there is, but maybe these people will start getting arrested. I mean, Imagine if, if I was subpoenaed to court and they told me to bring my hard drives and my uh, iPhone because that's evidence and I go home and I smash it all up with a hammer the way Hillary did. I, I would almost be convicted guilty just on the face value of what I did. Um, but nothing happened to her. Uh, nothing's ever happened to Bill Clinton being on that Lolita Express for like 26 times that we know of. Uh, do you really think he was going there to get a suntan? No, he was going there for the young girls. Um, he, he went several times to Jeffrey Epstein's apartment in Manhattan. Uh, he, he's been with Ghislaine Maxwell several times in photographs and and you have the, the blue dress thing, it gets, gets a little weird. These are the people that's ruling our lives and making decisions about everything that we do. They're, they're degenerates, pedophiles, and a word that I don't use too much because I don't want to overuse it, and it has religious implications, but some of these people are downright evil. I, I think we're looking at evil right in the face and realizing that we, we're at war right now, not with human beings or people or flesh and bones. We're at war with principalities. I, I think we're at war with interdimensional beings. And uh, don't shut it off right now just because I said that, hang on there. You know, sometimes when you're talking about this stuff, you can lose people. Uh, then other people just go, oh yeah, finally, he's, he's saying this and talking about this. 
Yeah, I, I think we're being invaded and have been for thousands of years, uh, according to the Bible, the Quran, and Kabbalah, and Vedic writings. And uh, mm -hmm. when I wrote my book, the Mahabharata and the Ramayana, they both talk about this. Um, and the Essenes talk about the archons and how we have to watch out for them because they, they don't take bodies, they inhabit bodies. And these are centuries and thousands of years old writing that's right along the same thing to tell us that we've been invaded by interdimensional beings. I mean, and as I look around and see how fast uh, some people change, I'm over 70 now, and I've lived long enough to see people 10, 20, or 30 years ago and watch what they've been doing, how they've been interacting with the world, uh, maybe making a lot of money, get involved with organizations and how they are right now. And I, I tell you, they're not the same. And I'm not talking about a personality shift. I'm talking about they're not the same person. When I look them in the eyes, they have all the memory bank of that person, but I can tell they don't have the emotional content of those memories. And when I look them in the eye, uh, Maybe I could be wrong, but it, it's happened too many times. Um, I feel like I'm talking, and this, this is part of a, some kind of a movie, The Walking Dead, or because when you look them in the eyes, you can tell there's something missing there. And, and some of them, I, I have three or four friends from years ago, their pupils are totally black now, and they're not on drugs. I mean, what's that about? I know I'm starting to get off on a little bit of weirdness here, but we're in weird times. It doesn't get any weird. Well, it could get weirder than this, but when it starts getting weirder than this, it's going to become more and more apparent. But unfortunately, it will be too late at that point. You know, there comes a time when it's too late. Read 1984. People talk about that book all the time, but... Uh, read 1984 and uh, read 1984 Revisited. It, it points out, lays out specifically what's happening here. And how did he know this many, 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 many years ago? Because him and people like Aldous Huxley and others, they, they were in universities and they were in with the elite crowd and they had information and they got out of that little crowd and wrote books you know new world order 1984 this isn't by accident that they were so exact they weren't prophets they weren't psychics they they were reading what the plan is you know william cooper um, behold a pale horse um, i've heard some outrageous things about him i i don't know but uh, most of what he talks about in that book is uh valid information and it's scary it's scary and actually the best validation for what he's saying is the fact that he was gunned down in his driveway came home got out of his car was gunned down by the local county sheriffs um that's pretty good validation kennedy assassination that's pretty <laughs> You know, I, I was going to edit that out, that phone call, 
but it was an urgent call for the vehicle owner. I get calls all the time from, I get a call from the, the county sheriff and he, he goes, hello there. I go, hello. He says, yeah, how are you doing today? Um, okay. He says, well, that's good. That's good. I want to talk to you about something. And the whole thing is a recording, you know, and it, how can you possibly give money to an organization that starts out deceiving you? That's how stupid people are right now. And they do it. You know, they, they, they give money to these people. We're paying their, through our taxes, we're supposed to be paying their salary. Um, I don't know. It, it kills me what's going on right now. And I, I know I'm sort of on a little controlled tangent right now, but like I say, I, I just had a feeling that I have to say something. Um, I have to get back out there and start talking. I'm going to start getting um, interviews again. People like Zach Bush, he's really good. Uh, I want to interview Sasha Stone, he has the International Tribunal for Natural Justice. Uh, I can't, became familiar with him through an interview I did with Robert David Steele, ex-CIA. Uh, I think he was a field agent, but um, he, he's a little bit arrogant. But you know, uh, you can't you can't say to yourself, "Well, he's arrogant. I don't want to listen to his information." You have to. You have to get the information and get past the person that's bringing it to you sometimes. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, there's a whole list of people. I want to interview Foster Grant that did Thrive too. Just watch that, by the way. I order it, you know, support their efforts, although I don't think he needs support. I mean, he's part of, was part of uh, Foster and Gamble. But they spent, him and his wife spent eight years going all over the planet after they did Thrive One. And um, some of the latest technologies in free energy devices, unbelievable, unbelievable. Matter of fact, I, I can't give her a name, but a good friend of mine ordered one of these devices from Zimbabwe. And um, that's gonna be interesting. First of all, see if she gets it. But second of all, if she gets it, to really see hands-on is these things drawing energy out of a frequency within our realm, you know, like Tesla was talking about. Einstein said, you know, just in a, a small piece of space, you could pull enough energy out there to light up New York for a month or something. Um, and it's free. I, I, from what I hear, it works on, uh, interfering wave patterns and it siphons it out of a, another dimension. Um, I hope we're not taking uh, something important from another dimension where the people there, the beings are going, fuck, where did, why, where did my desk go? Um, but we need to look into this, Thrive too. He also goes around and he looks at some of the, the latest uh, energetic healing modalities. Um, one guy in Costa Rica, he ended up going to jail for three years um, because he was curing people of cancer. Of course, they didn't say that's why he went. He went to jail because uh, he took an IV out of somebody's arm that was there in his uh, little hospital place. 
practicing medicine without a license or some ridiculous thing. But there's some therapies out there. If, if, I, if I ever found myself having cancer, I wouldn't let them radiate me or give me toxic chemicals or cut it out with a butcher knife. No, I, I would heal it energetically with these new vibrational techniques and diet. Um, but I eat pretty good. And, you know, I, I think I'm probably pretty good from that as long as I don't get around 5G towers. Oops, I had another one we're not supposed to talk about. Um, I, I'm, you know, I've been really hesitant about the 5G thing, uh, but the more evidence I see, it, it just becomes a point where the preponderance of evidence becomes so overwhelming that you, you feel like an idiot by not at least considering the fact that maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe, Bill Gates, World Health Organization, CDC, United Nations, just maybe they're telling us the truth when they said they want to bring the population down to a half a billion people. Now it's even less. Uh, half a billion people means 15 out of 16 of us have to find someplace else to live or not live. Uh, but now they've taken it down to 250 million people. Now we're, we're getting... <clears throat> to the point where uh, there's just gonna be a few people. And guess what? Like George Carlin said, we're not part of this club. You know, we're not part of this club. Which brings up an interesting uh, perspective. What if we were part of this club? What if you and I were contacted, big black limousine pulls up out front, man get out with suits and come in with their briefcases full of money. And they said, you know what? We want to invite you into the global elites and uh, we're going to survive what's coming. Uh, all you have to do is just not say anything. Just be quiet. Open up the briefcase and there's like a couple million dollars that they just print. I bet you it's, it's another person trying to sell me something. Nope, that was my wife this time. I'm leaving these in instead of editing it out so you can know that I'm just a normal person doing my best to get by in this world right now and maintain some integrity along the way because there's there's been several times when I could have sold out uh, with the magazine, um, made more money by altering my perception, my point of view. Cause see, I have a section in the magazine called Rahasia Uncensored. And last issue, I uh, wrote about child and human trafficking. The issue before that, I wrote about uh, tiptoeing to totalitarianism. Is this what we're doing? Being gradually warmed up like the, the frog in warm water um, until it's just too late. These are good questions to ask and you're not supposed to ask them. Um, but I, I think we need to ask the questions specifically that we're not supposed to ask right now. Um, freedom of speech is so important. I mean, you can get ridiculous. Yelling fire in a theater or something is obviously not the thing to do, but we should have the platforms to talk about things and have opposite points of view 
there's a philosopher named Hegel that he says this is the most important thing to do to arrive at new truths because you have polar opposites. And when you can bring those together and merge them in such a way that you find common ground and see what pops out of that comes in from a higher consciousness. You know, like Einstein said, we're never going to solve the problems from the same level that created, never going to find solutions from the same level that created the problems. See, I'm just a real guy. I, I make mistakes, but I correct them. And um, I'm not editing out any of this stuff. It's going to be funny. Uh, see how people respond to it. Um, yeah, Ross, he was sort of okay, but he made a mistake. I heard the phone ring and um, these trolls, that, that, that's all they do is sit around all day finding little stupid things to, to bring up. Uh, but I bet they don't bring up that. You know, they're not gonna bring up the fact that I talked about them and bringing up stupid things. Um, but I'll tell you what, I, um, I think I'm going to leave it at this for now, but be prepared because I've, I've decided to start talking again. I can't in good conscience just keep sitting back watching the world go to hell uh, when it needs so much help and it needs so many voices to stand up and say, hey, wake up because we're losing America. And I guarantee you, if we lose America, the whole world's going down. It will be, like China says, the next century will be a Chinese century. And look at what they're doing. I mean, they, they have nets around their buildings. So people, when they jump out, they can't commit suicide. They're, they have big, huge internment camps. And just look into this stuff. Do your research you know don't just listen to people like me or glenn beck or uh, even oh bill o'reilly i used to hate that guy not hate him but you know um but now he, he's the guy that I, I hate to love because now he's waking up to all this stuff too and he's starting to talk some uh, pretty good uh, pretty good things i think it's billoreilly.com because they won't let these people do too many YouTube channels or platforms or anything. They have to start their own things. And of course, I have to mention Alex Jones. Definitely, you have to get past Alex Jones, but listen to what he's talking about. I, I've been listening to him for about whew, 10 years. And I have to tell you, with very few exceptions, most everything he's talked about is coming true. It, it, it was true. And he knew about it way back then. So it tells me that I should listen to what he's talking about right now. <clears throat> and once again, uh, the Rubin Show, Candace Owens, um, who else? Ken O'Keefe, but he doesn't say too much anymore. He's a character. Ken O'Keefe, he's been on uh, Fox a few times and RT News and things. He's pretty outspoken against the war and the military. And um, there, there's many, many, many more. But if you can just remember those, write them down and go on YouTube, find their websites and go to band.video. 
this is all the videos that they banned on YouTube. People is putting their channels on there. Uh, Alex Jones put this website up. And so they have no control over that. So you really, really uh, are privy to some information that you're not going to get on the, the corporate media or YouTube or Twitter or Facebook. It's banned. And why are they banning it? It's not because you're yelling fire in a, a theater. It's because you're yelling out the truth of what's happening. And of course, you have to use discernment. Uh, but um, band.video would be a, a pretty good place to start. LondonReal.tv, Brian Jones, he was deplatformed. Um, but he's doing better than ever. You know, David Icke. They're doing better than ever because they're getting on BitChute, doing their own um, hosting of their own videos on their websites. Uh, YouTube is going to be a thing of the past. You go there and you're going to be watching cats do weird freaking things, you know. Uh, there's not going to be much left of them, especially if they get their, uh, their 230 uh, taken away from them, their protection against lawsuits. Because once they get that, once they lose that, they will start deplatforming anything and everybody that could possibly cause them any harm. And it's just going to be an entertainment bullshit channel, you know. And people just go to BitChute and any number of other ones that are starting up. It's going to, it's creating a void. Uh, Twitter, that guy is something wrong with him. Uh, something about it, somebody with a ring in their nose telling me what I can view, read, or be privy to. It doesn't match good. But there's something coming out called Parlor, which I, I'm going to get on Parlor too. There's a lot happening that uh, is going to take the place that they will fade away. And the only people who watch them are morons, basically. So on that up note, I will call this broadcast to an end and <clears throat> wish all of you a very, very happy life. And remember to be grateful and hold love in your hearts because that's, that's our navigation right there. Take care.